My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. How would you handle an enterprise sales call? Well, Kristen is back with Colin and today she'll be discussing about staying on top of mind with your buyers, maintaining a good sequence and understanding the buyer's arc. Find out more of Kristen's ways of handling an enterprise process in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. You have to know your audience. Like, so we're selling to salespeople, sales and marketing are, are generally like they've been on the other end of that and they're fairly transparent. They tend to be more vocal, like more risk takers. If, if there had been eight like engineers or VPs of IT in that call, hmm. probably would have needed to message that yep. a little bit differently. Yeah, could have ended the call <laughs> before it started. Yeah. Yeah. So, so knowing your audience, knowing your buyers, you know, is is definitely an important piece to how you tailor, uh, the message across, uh, I think is, is really important for folks to to think about, um, because I don't want people to listen to this and be like, yeah, I'm going to go say that on every call now and it not go over very well for them. (laughs) Uh, so that's a, a very important disclaimer there. Um, uh, so, okay. So tell me, tell me a little bit about, um, how you keep, you know, when you have, you know, multiple buyers in an enterprise deal, how are you keeping them engaged throughout the sales process? And what does your sales process look like now? Like what's the typical time, um, you know, from first call to close? Yeah. So I'd say now it's anywhere from five to 12 months. So on the, probably on the shorter side of enterprise, I, to me, I would consider enterprise anywhere between six to 24 months would be maybe a tip, a wide range of a typical enterprise cycle. Um, one of the ways that I really like to keep people engaged is to create, um, like an outreach to create specific sequences that are tailored just to that audience. So that I currently, we have three, um, personas that make up our buying committee. And so I have three different sequences that have like different pieces of thought leadership that are value added pieces that I have spaced out because I know our sales cycle is going to be at least six months. And so that drip runs like every four or five days or, or every nine days, depending uh, out through six months, because I want that on autopilot in the background. I want to think about it once and then whenever I know, oh, this is, you know, a chief sales officer, they need my sales um, thought leadership sequence because it keeps you top of mind. And if you're sending something that is uh, maybe from Forbes or Harvard Business Review that maybe they're interested in, but wouldn't necessarily have time to read and you're summarizing it and saying like, hey, I was thinking of your team or, you know, that your situation and here's the summary of this, you know, just wanted to send it over it it helps people helps make you stand out from the hundreds of, you know, emails that they get all the time. Um, so that's one way. And the other way that has been really interesting and very, um, effective 
for me recently is as part of that sequence, you can build in like LinkedIn touches. And so building in touches where you go in and comment on something that they've said on LinkedIn, because a lot of people post things on LinkedIn, but sometimes maybe don't get very much engagement. And that's it. Even people getting 200 emails a day, but if they're watching their LinkedIn and they get four comments, like you're, you're top of mind right then. So that's been something I think I overlooked in the past that I'm starting to use more. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right. So you're saying you have different sequences here. Um, once you get in a deal, uh, to keep buyers engaged. Now I'm, I'd imagine a lot of that content is like super evergreen, like you can use, Mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, a way to add value to stay top of mind with these folks. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with like where you are in the sales process or any of that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's definitely not specific to the to my company, but I try to tailor it to where they are in the sales process because if you look at if you look at the arc of the buyer journey, at the beginning of the beginning of the buyer journey, they're interested in um, like is this is this thing really a problem? Is it a problem that's big enough to solve? And then it's okay. Well, if we're going to solve this problem, um, what needs do we have? What would it have to do? And then as they move towards um, a decision, rather than focusing on the problem or needs, their focus shifts to risk. And how risky is this? Do I really, is it worth, you know, making a change? And so it is all thought leadership, but it's very much tailored to where I think they will be in the sales cycle so that it addresses um, where I think they fall so that it's aligned with kind of their thought process or their, where they are in our cycle, hopefully. Yeah. And so do do you have to monitor that a bit, right? Because, you know, cycles aren't always so linear, right? Um, Do you have to sort of monitor that, you know, where that sequence is based on where they are, you know, in the, in the sales cycle as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for um, deals that are a little bit smaller, where I get a sense it's going to go quickly, I might make it more automatic. And for other ones where I'm like, this is going to be a a while and this is going to, I'm going to need to make this very personalized. I'll make it manual so that I have to look at it before it goes out. But I think there's lots of um, ways to utilize technology (laughs) that we have access to usually in SaaS um, to be, to make our lives easier. So I don't have to think about that content. I don't have to create it every time. I just have to look at it and tweak it and maybe schedule it a little differently. But yeah, for sure. There's more thought and personalization if I know it's going to go longer. Yeah. And then like you said, also building in those manual touches as well, you know, where you're engaging in LinkedIn and and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's important is to kind of, you know, get a sense of like, Hey, how much time are we going to be spending potentially with this buyer? Mm -hmm. Um, And then running the sequence based off of that, but also monitoring a bit to make sure it's not, you know, too off from, from where you're at. Um, and then leveraging those manual tasks as well. Um, which I think is important. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform, and we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included to help you transform the way you sell. 